1: plan savings with three lines of t-mobile essentials versus comparable available plans plan features and taxes
0: and fees may vary sometimes it's good to talk about it call the fan at 877-337-6666 powered by superbook sports visit superbook.com
2: party up Happy Friday. Hope you're enjoying the start to your weekend. Here we go now. Game one of the World Series. About to get started. And the New York Knicks face the Milwaukee Bucks out in Wisconsin at the Pfizer Forum. Coming up, Keith McPherson on the fan. Host until 12. Thanks for rocking with me. 877-337-6666. Now, here's a programming alert. The OG Steve Summers will join us at 9 o'clock. Tell a friend to tell a friend. I don't know how long Steve will be on. I think he'll take some calls. But uh, we're getting a little bit of the schmooze tonight. 5-hour KM to AM with maybe an hour schmooze. So let anybody know that you know. Love Steve. I've been trying to figure out when to get Steve back on. He was... I think in the Mediterranean or something like that. So we'll catch up with him. We'll see how he's doing, what he's thinking about with the Mets season ending, with the Yankees season ending, with the Rangers season starting. I definitely want to ask him about Aaron Judge. There's rumors that Aaron Judge might be going home to San Francisco, and we'll see what uh, Steve thinks about that. So 9 o'clock, if you can uh, wait an hour, Steve Summers will join us right here on the fan. Now let's get back to the conversation at hand and your calls. We have been talking about Tom Brady. I'm good on that. But if you have any takes and thoughts on Tom Brady's demise, which is a pleasure for me to watch, not his divorce, not his family being affected, but him coming back to the NFL for an extra year and not having success. Awesome. Got too greedy. Too much dip on your chip. That's enough, Tom. Hang it up. Father time is undefeated. And I think it's time for Tom to go. Tom versus time. Ding, ding, time is up. And uh, we've been talking about the Patriots, right, without Tom Brady, with Mac Jones and Bailey Zappi, and them coming off an embarrassing loss. These guys actually went on national television Monday night football and lost to the Bears at home 33-13. to They were a mess. They didn't have it. And if you got two quarterbacks, you don't have one. So they thought that Mac Jones was the heir to the throne. They thought they found the Tom Brady replacement in Mac Jones. Well, he gets hurt, and he looks shaky. They had to pull him and go back to Bailey Zappi, who I don't think is an NFL quarterback yet. He's had some success, but he's still a rookie. And uh, if they end up in a situation where they got to pull Mac Jones this Sunday, good for the Jets. The Jets should heat him up. The Jets should put a hit on him, rattle him, shake him. Maybe he'll be feeling that ankle a little bit. And you get him up out of the game, and like I said, they got to score. I need to see a Jets. I might have to bet it since I've already put it out there this much. Um, You know, like anytime touchdown, Jets anytime touchdown, or maybe even like a Jets Jets defense, rather. Jets defense anytime touchdown or Jets defense first touchdown. They need it. They need a, a pick six for a touchdown or a scoop and score fumble recovery for a touchdown. I think they need to add points to whatever Zach Wilson in this offense can put up. Because I don't expect them to put up that many points. It's the first week without Brees Hall, which sucks. Because this guy was literally turning heads. You know what? I I told my, my boy Matt, he's a Jets fan. I'm like, you know what? Brees Hall, after he was denied early on from getting to the end zone, right? Like, he had some runs where he came up just short of the end zone. I'm like, he's smelling the end zone now. He's got a nose for the end zone now. He won't be denied now. And you saw that in the run that he broke in Denver. But then he goes out. He's out for the season. You got to replace that. And kudos to the Jets for not waiting, for not hugging picks and saying, all right, what what can we do? Who can we go get? And they go get a James Robinson, who should be a good compliment to Michael Carter, but he's not Brees Hall. He is a home run hitter when he's right. He's coming off an Achilles injury. Uh, He kind of fell out of grace with the San Francisco, uh, San Francisco, with the Jacksonville Jaguars. You know they had Urban Meyer, then Doug Peterson, and they drafted Travis Etienne, and he's the guy. So good pickup for the Jets. I'm hoping he's ready to go. I'm hoping he makes an immediate impact. Uh, might have to look at the prop bets on him as an anytime touchdown scorer. Might have to look at where he's at. They might not be expecting him to do much week one with the with the new team. Who knows? Uh, I know the Jets are going to hand him the ball. And on the Giants' side. The Giants are rolling. I don't think anyone predicted this. I don't think anyone even in there thought that they were going to go, you know, six and one to start the season and be where they are now. But none of that matters. What matters is winning games. What matters is seizing your opportunities. And they have. So looking at this game coming up, this is a test. And they, all of these games have been tests for the Giants. And it seems like they passed that test late in the test, right? If you leave the door open. They're coming to steal the game. They're a fourth-quarter team. They're a second-half team. And uh, I just watched last week. The Seahawks were relentless against the Chargers. They just kept finding ways to score. Running the football, the kid Kenneth Walker had like 168 yards. Geno is precise. He's accurate. He's got two tight ends and Noah Fant and Will Disley to go to. Marquise Goodwin, you got to watch out for him. He's a burner. Olympic track speed. Those corners for the Giants better look alive, or he'll get behind you. And Gino can throw that ball up. I always think of Gino uh, at West Virginia uh, with Tavon Austin and some of those guys. Like that's when Gino was in his prime. He still got it. it. Took him a little while to develop in the NFL to get in the right system and the right coaching. But Gino looks like an NFL quarterback now, and he's still got Tyler Lockett. Even though they don't have DK Metcalf, he's got weapons. He's going to spread the ball around and he's going to hand the ball off. So it's not going to be just a you know. Guarantee that the Giants roll in there and win the same way they have. Maybe they get out into a, a lead. Maybe they get out and get out in front instead of having to you know fight in that fourth quarter and everything go right. Uh, there was a stat put out there. They said the Giants are the first six and one team to have uh, you know all of their wins decided by one possession. Like that's crazy. That's how they win though, and you know what? That's a good good formula for winning when you don't have the talent to just go out there, line up, and beat teams. That's a good formula to have or a good mindset to have late in games. When we talked to Darius Slayton yesterday, I asked him, what is it about the team late? They don't feel like they're out of it. That's the whole NFL. Games are won and lost late. When you watch Red Zone every Sunday, they talk about the witching hour. Yeah, because when you get in that witching hour, losses become wins and wins become losses. It's just how it goes. You know, Any given Sunday, these are professional football players. Anybody can intercept the ball or fumble the ball or break a run, and that can be the difference in the game. So maybe this week, yeah, first team in NFL history to start 6-1 and or better and have each of their first seven games decided by one possession. So even in the game that they lost to the Dallas Cowboys, I was at that game. They were in that game, and I wasn't sure how that game would go, but you could tell that they were just overmatched uh, with the Cowboys' defense, which is actually a ridiculous defense. What they're doing this year is crazy. I definitely want to look at some defensive stats at some point in this show tonight and compare and see where we are with the Jets, the Giants, and who they're matching up against with the Patriots and the Seahawks. All right, tipping off right now. If you guys are looking for something to watch, they are underway in Milwaukee. Tip-off goes right to Giannis, and uh, I've got eyes on the Knicks versus Bucks. Let's go, Knicks. I hate the Bucks. I hate Giannis. I hate his game. Just to be honest with you, this guy is allowed to do whatever he wants. Like, they don't know how to officiate him. He's super physical. They almost never call charges on him. He travels. Uh, a couple years back before he fixed it, he was taking 11, 12, 13 seconds to shoot a free throw, and they were never calling a violation on him. So, yeah, I think he's an international darling for the NBA, and they let him have his way because, one, they're in awe with him. He's the Greek freak. He's huge. There's nobody else like him in the NBA. And, and two, they just don't know how to officiate him. He's so big. And look, like already, foul called on him <laughs> as as we speak. Like foul, I don't know. They got to show the replay. I don't know if that was on. They called it on Mitchell Robinson. I don't, whenever he, whenever they call fouls on Giannis, I don't know who it's on because he's going full speed ahead. He, they almost never call a charge on this guy. And I don't understand how you do that. He's, he's able to out physical and just like run through everyone. He's a bull in a china shop. I've been watching this for years now. i watched the evolution. He wasn't always like this, but I think he figured out he can have his way in the NBA. They don't call things on him. Look at him. He clanks the first free throw off the left side of the rim. He's he's not that great to me. And I noticed someone listening like, oh, my, Giannis this is great. Giannis, one of the best players in the NBA. I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan, of, a fan. I don't like his game. I've seen him too much just have his way. And he's aided, in my opinion, by the refs. And Oh, don't blame the refs. Watch the game. Watch how they officiate or or the lack of officiating on this guy. So let's go, Knicks. Knicks are down 3-0 uh, after a Giannis Bucket and one made free throw from Giannis. But Jalen Brunson is the key. The Knicks have a point guard. Number 11 will keep them out of trouble. He will steer the ship and guide the way. And uh, now they have their first real challenge. Well, Memphis was a challenge. They lost to them in overtime. But here's their first real challenge against another team, another top team, uh, on their floor um, since they, they were able to rip off three wins in a row. Keith McPherson on the fan, eight seven seven Let's go to Josh in the Bronx. What's up, Josh? I'm, I'm
3: telling you, Keith, I was listening to that Slayton interview with you and uh, Kim Jones last night. Unfortunately, I couldn't get through. But, you know, let everything go around and everything. But like you were saying, Out with the old and in with the new. For the times, they are changing. Mm -hmm. You know, all over the place, Keith. You are so right, Keith. Right on. You know, Brady, look, Brady and Belichick last year, you know the story. And then at the end, Brady gets a a Super Bowl ring. The guy could have walked walked into the sunset right then and there. And like you said, man... That's it, man. I mean, you know, you get it. And I'll let the callers take it from here, Keith. Thank you for taking my call. I just wanted to chat.
2: Thanks for the call, Josh. I mean, yeah. Uh, the changing of the guard. We see it. You know, some of your favorite athletes, you've watched their whole career, and then they get old, and, you know, everybody tries to go out a certain way, but Father Time is undefeated. And with Tom, I just feel like he he got super greedy late, and, uh Watching him lose, I'm not a fan, so it, it's fun for me. I've been waiting for this for a long time. Like I said, I was expecting him to be out 2017, 18, 19, 20. just kept going. And sometimes, you know, uh, you got to know when to step out. Sometimes you got to realize, hey, let these young boys have their time. Let somebody else rock. Like Tom Brady is 45. He's played 23 years in the NFL. Like let somebody else get the start. Should have let Blaine Gabbert fight for that job or should have let them draft a young quarterback. He comes back because he doesn't like the way that he went out, in my opinion. He, he didn't like the way that his retirement was called. And uh, Other than that, man, I don't know. I kind of am over the Tom Brady topic. But if you guys want to keep hitting on it, we can keep hitting on it. But I think we've said everything. His demise will be televised. You're going to watch this whole season, and he's not going to retire. He's not going to hang it up. He's just going to struggle with this team. And I don't know, they might finish with – Eight wins, seven wins, and that's going to be a stain on his resume going out the door when you could have left last year as the runner-up for the MVP or the year before as the Super Bowl champion getting your seventh ring without Belichick. Perfect story to ride off into the sunset. This guy's uh, eating avocado ice cream and drinking tequila and chucking the Lombardi trophy around on a boat party in Tampa. That should have been it right there, Tom. That wasn't cool enough. That wasn't good enough. Nope. You know, let it be a lesson to you all. When it's over, it's over. No one to walk away. No one to give it up. No one to hang it up. Because sometimes going back for more double dipping, it's not always the right move. And now you're going out sad. Oh, Tom Brady and all the Patriots fans that love Tom Brady and all the Bucks fans are probably frustrated. Like, all right, that's enough, Tom. <laughs> we need to uh, find another quarterback and move on. We're wasting another year. Todd Bowles, former Jets head coach. Another trash season for Todd Bowles as the head coach of a different NFL team. And I got no I got no sympathy for him. All right? I don't feel sorry for for Tom Brady or the Bucs or any of those guys. We'll see what happens with the rest of the NFL. Like I said, there's a lot of young talent. Aaron Rodgers is another one. I wish him no luck. I hope he fails, and he has been. And uh, in the NBA, I mentioned LeBron and KD. They're struggling. LeBron is one and four with the Lakers. KD is one and four with the Nets. Don't even get me started on the Nets. The Nets aren't playing. It's a Knicks night. <laughs> so we'll watch this Knicks game tonight. We'll, we'll see what happens there, and we'll talk about the Knicks after the game. World Series is underway. It's 0 0. Bottom of the first, one out. Jeremy Payne is at the plate. The rookie Phenom sensation who just came off winning ALCS MVP hit a three-run bomb in Yankee Stadium, and you knew it was over after that. Man, every time I see this kid, I just think about Oswald Peraza, Anthony Volpe, these guys that we hear about for the Yankees, and uh, let the kids play. The Astros did not re-sign Carlos Correa because they knew they had this kid waiting. And I think he's a little bit older than the Yankees guys. But at the same time, he's still a rookie. He is 25, so he's not as young as Peraza and Volpe. He went to college, that's what it is, because he went to University of Maine. He's a little bit older, but he's a dog. And if you see this kids build, he's jacked. He's an athlete. He's going to be there for a while. So they go from one generational talent at shortstop to the next. And uh, let's go Phil's. Austin Nola or Aaron Nola on the mound. I always get Aaron Nola and Austin Nola mixed up. Austin is his brother who plays for San Diego. Aaron is who's on the mound right now. Funny that they squared off Phillies versus Padres. You got to see his dad uh, torn between the two. I think that's nuts. I think that's absolutely crazy. And I know it happens a lot, but I think it's wild when you see brothers make it to professional sports, whether it's basketball, football, baseball. We see it in every sport, but it's just so hard for that to actually happen, for both guys to be athletic enough to have the mental toughness, to persevere, for things to go right, for them both to make it, like, that has to be cool. I couldn't imagine uh, playing a professional sport and, like, going up against your brother that you were playing in the backyard with. That's crazy. 877-337-6666. When we come back, I'll say less, and I'll get to your calls faster. Keith McPherson on the fan right back
3: after this. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
0: Tell us about the receipts you are keeping. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com.
2: Hey, let's go tonight. K.M., I got the five-hour show tonight. Freestyle Friday, I bet I come and flow tonight. Yeah, do my thing, show you right. Got the Knicks on the TV. They can't see me, but I'm coming through HD. Clearly, this year be mine. I come through on time with a new rhyme. Off the top, this isn't written. I'm gonna say whatever I'm thinking that I'm spitting. I just wanna talk about the sports, talk about the games, and stay in my lane. Next thing you know, I'm watching a new game, and I got nothing else. I'm, I'm trying to rap as I'm like watching The Possession Julius Randall, and then I like ran out of rhymes, but it's Freestyle Friday, so I'm trying. Hey, we got the we got we got the eh, 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 we got the air horns with Pauly, so uh, coming out of breaks if I get a beat and I can catch it like I caught that one. Bless y'all with some free raps. I have a couple people online that are like, yo, where's the raps? Where's the freestyles? When are you going to rap? I'm like, I gotta catch it, bro. It's not the type of thing that Happens uh, premeditated. It's just it's a natural flow, a natural progression. And As we proceed progressing through the night, uh, program alert again in about a half hour. Steve Summers will join me. My OG, the legendary Schmooze, will join us to talk through some Mets, some Yankees, some Rangers, some Giants, and just a, a check-in to see what's up with Steve and uh, how his fall is going. Uh, last I checked on him, I said he was Uh, in the Mediterranean, and then things got crazy with the postseason and with the NFL starting and NBA starting, and I was like, all right, we got to get Steve back on my show when I have time. And now that the Yankees are done, we got that time. We got five hours tonight, uh, four hours left, not even three and a half hours left. The time flies. We've already been doing this for 90 minutes. Well, let's continue. There's people that have probably been on hold for 90 minutes, so let's run through these calls tommy our new high park on the fan what's up tom
3: yo King, what's up my man my wife was just dancing to your little hip-hop <laughs> hey, tom, come here.
2: hey friday vibes
3: come here right <laughs> hey,
2: yeah so i said thank you
3: you know and i'm sitting on my couch here, and I, I i gotta tell you i moved a little bit myself not bad
2: Good, good. I'm just trying to entertain, have fun, and, uh, you know, if my vibes come through the radio and make you guys dance and move and happy, that's what it's all about. Well,
3: I loved your opening when you said, have a beer or two, a glass of wine. That was was good. I
2: I can't drink on the job, so have one Well, I know that when you get (laughs)
3: home. Yeah, that's a different story. But anyway, my question is about the Jets, right? Yeah. Now, Zach Wilson, now, I am... Still not convinced about it. I want your opinion about what's up, and I, then I want your opinion about this game with New England. I don't want to kill them. Everybody, all talk shows, we should dominate him. I want to win by three points, one point. I don't care. I want to win the game. What do you think?
2: I I think Zach Wilson has the talent. Like he has the arm talent. Um, we've seen him do some good things. But he's not there yet. And in year two, you would hope that he would take a step forward, and he really hasn't. He does not wow you up top. Like, his thought process and where he's going with the ball, like, I don't think he's there yet. I think he's put in the work, sure, watching film. But when he gets into the game, I don't think the game has slowed down for him. I don't think he's cerebral yet. I don't think Uh, he's looking at the defense pre-snap read and knowing exactly where he wants to go. I think he's...
3: To write about that, but he sat for a while when he was injured. He should have overcame that a little bit.
2: Yeah, you're 100% right. We were saying that earlier in the year. Okay, when this kid comes uh, back, he should be better because he'll have four weeks of film of watching Flacco, where, you know, he should have a a leg up when he comes back, right? He's not just thrown into the fire again. But, you know, he is honestly on uh, a watch right now. I don't even want to put the B U S T word out there, but. He's, yeah. on, he's on that kind of watch right now because he was the number two overall pick. And uh right. we can't keep wasting these picks. exactly. You use a number two pick on a quarterback, and we all thought that year, going into that year, that it was for sure the Jets were gonna get the number one pick and they were gonna get Trevor Lawrence. And then Trevor Lawrence ends up going to the Jags because the Jets yeah. end up oh. uh you know winning the game. So then you default into okay, who's the next best quarterback and let's take Zach Wilson? But, you know, looking at all those quarterbacks in that draft who he's going to be compared to, we yeah, don't know about he, Matt he, Jones. We don't know about Justin Fields. We don't know about Trey, Trey, right. Trey Lance either. So uh, looking at Zach Wilson, he's healthy. He's the starter. There's no one competing against yeah, he, him. He's, he's got up to up get it ass. done.
3: He's a ass He was running around like 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 a little kid. And, uh, and uh, you know, he looks horrible.
2: I, I think he's, he's overmatched a lot. He strikes me as a guy that's in over his head. He looks like a little kid, and sometimes he looks like a yeah. little kid trying to play quarterback in the NFL. Definitely. It's not it's not good enough, and the Jets' defense has taken a step forward, and you can't even say the guy doesn't have weapons around him. He's got a few tight ends, a couple running backs, right. a few different receivers, and I think that they just kind of, you know, they, they can't even, you know, the, we saw them throw the ball 60 times. With Joe Flacco, they can't even right. attempt to do that with him, and they shouldn't oh, attempt to God do no. that with him. I
3: know. that'd be a disaster?
2: His 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 QBR is forty eight point six on the year. His completion rating is under sixty at fifty seven. He's got one touchdown pass. He is not the difference. You know, he's not the guy that is putting the Jets ahead. And I think he has the talent to do it. Like I said, he's got the arm talent. We saw some of his legs last year, but it, it all has to click. And we
3: got a big loss
2: when we lost Hall. Right. You lose Hall, so now wow. there's more pressure on him. And James Robinson can't be expected to come in and be Hall. Uh, you know, Zach Wilson doesn't complete that many passes. Uh, it, I don't Look know. Carter. Carter's
3: not too bad. But.
2: Carter's not too bad. And I think him and James Robinson together will, will be a good tandem, a good change of pace. But there are going to be times in this game where Zach Wilson has to make a throw. Right? There's going to be third and long. Zach, Zach Wilson's gonna have to make a Thank ten yard throw and Bill Belichick's gonna send heat on him and he's gonna send different looks at him. And if this kid's not ready, we like I said, we saw last year. I was at that game last year, I'm like, did he throw three interceptions to start the game? Yeah. Incredible. Like never he, saw that.
3: Right about it. Oh. Unbelievable. Anyway, um I, I, I bet tonight I bet Houston over on um, Philly, yeah, okay, but one and a half points. What do you think? I got it. Yeah,
2: I think Houston at home. They—they've right they, been zero, here before, zero. and they—they they know the importance of taking game one at home. They've been here before. I, right. I think they figure out a way to get it done. But I'm rooting for the Phillies. Anything can happen. It's baseball. You can't predict baseball. Right. And uh, if the Phillies somehow take this first game, then you know people start talking differently about well, that who they think's going to win. A Yankee fan. Yeah, I'm and of course. I'm a game. Yankees fan. Uh, I That's can't bad. root for the Astros I'm not I'm not really trying to root for Philly either I don't like any Philly sports but they're the lesser of two evils here okay I got you man pleasure talking to you always Nice for the time thanks for the call tommy I mean I'm watching a game right now uh we're in the bottom of the second no outs and you know it's packed a lot of pageantry um also got eyes in here on the Knicks game it's tied 18 18. If you're a basketball fan, whether you're a Knicks fan, Nets fan, whether you're a Lakers fan or Warriors fan, whatever, you should be watching this basketball game if you're not into baseball. It's a good one so far. The Knicks so far are matching up pretty decently against Giannis and the Bucks. I'm already seeing big differences between what the Knicks can do and the Nets couldn't do. This, this Hartenstein kid for the Knicks, I like him. I, I think he's a good addition. Uh, he's a good big to have. I, I wish the Nets had a big like that. Um, Giannis can't maneuver the same way he he tries to with a big like that in the paint. Even uh, Mitchell Robinson. So, okay, here we go. Mitchell Robinson, OB top, and Cam Reddish set to come into the game here. About two minutes left in the first quarter. Let's go Knicks. I think the Knicks can beat them. Oh, and as I say this, I look right back at the World Series, and Kyle... Tucker, that mother home run, solo shot, little bat flip to break open the World Series. And like I said, Houston's been here before. They know the importance of game one. They draw first blood. And then right after that, Yuli Goriel, base hit on the first pitch he sees. Don't let Nola get rattled right now. It's the second inning. He's got to lock back in. But Houston Astros up one nothing, and, uh, Milwaukee is up 20-18 to 18 over the New York Knicks right now. Good games on, baseball and basketball. If you're looking for something to watch, uh, throw me on in the background and <laughs> watch these games and uh, call me up later and tell me what you think about the World Series and about the Knicks. All right, more people on the phone lines. Let's see what my guy Ross in Bergen County is thinking and feeling tonight.
5: Keith, what's going on, man? Thanks for taking the call.
2: What's up, bro? No problem.
5: So. So, real quick, before I get into the football, I'm going 4-2 uh, Astros at the World Series. You know, Astros I feel in like people, six. Yeah, you know, I I don't think the Phillies are going to go down without a fight. You know, it's kind of the same thing you said about Washington and Atlanta. You know, oh they're going to get killed. It's going to be Astros in four. And both of them not only put up a fight, they both won it. But, you know, I think Houston, third, third time's a charm. And I think Dusty finally gets his ring. But, I think uh, so,
2: too, honestly. I, I I just keep trying to not put it out there, but I just... The Astros have been, right, through the whole baseball season, one of the top teams, if not the best team in baseball. They're familiar with this World Series territory. Like, you know, they have the better team on paper. The Philadelphia Phillies made a great run, but usually those runs stop when you get to the World Series against a team from another league that has been doing it for a while. So, I mean, I don't know. Anything can happen. But, uh, you know, if I had to bet on it, I'd bet on the Astros. I wouldn't be betting on the Phillies.
5: Yeah, and I think everything with uh, Houston, too, you know, I think they just want to put this 2017 uh, whole controversy thing to bed. I think they actually want to win one, you know, without any, you know, Mickey Mouse or or cheater or uh, sign-stealing narratives around it. I think they just want to win a a legit one in their eyes. Like you said, who knows? Maybe they're, they're cheating. Maybe Philly's cheating. Maybe they're all cheating. We don't know. I just think they want want an extra ring that doesn't have twenty seventeen. Oh, of course and they do.
2: And it, it's the game of shadows. If you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. In baseball, that's that's the whole thing. They're all stealing signs and trying to get an edge. And uh, you know, every era there's something going on. But yes, their whole motivation is to win a ring five years after that twenty seventeen ring that they can say, "Hey, we did this clean. They they got the you know guys yeah. out of the organization that were involved in that." Uh, some of the players are still there, but not that many. I think there's only five players. I think it's it's Altuve, Bregman, Guriel, Verlander, and McCullers. and McCullers. Yep, those are the guys that yeah. were there that are still there. So that's you know it's not the whole team, 26 man roster. Uh, I think that's that's their that's not their main focus, but that's in the front of their mind. Like, hey, if we win this World Series, no one can say anything about this one. They can. Put an asterisk next to 2017, but they'll never be able to say that 2022 is invalid.
5: Yeah, definitely. So I want to get to a football real quick. You know, about the Jets, you know, and not only with the odds, but I just, you know, the narratives around it too, even with the Giants too. You know, we keep hearing, I even brought this up to Cap Royal last night. You know, I think the big thing around the Jets and Giants is that label of being, you know, the same old Jets, the same old Giants. I even seen a clip. It was one of the shows on FS1. It wasn't Carton's show. I don't. I don't know. I don't remember which one it was. He was doing, like, a tier ranking or whatever, and he put the Jets, like, lower on, on the tier, and his reasoning was basically they're just the Jets. You know, like, at some point, you know, there's nobody on those same old Jets teams. You know, you know a couple of players here and there. You know, the whole administration's, you know, coaching staff's new, you know, Joe Douglas, he's a, a whole new GM, one they, like they've never seen before. The Robert Sal is a, a far and away better coach in, than Adam Gase. I think anyone in the league, anyone on earth would be a better coach than Adam Gase. But, you know, you look at the players, too. You know, with all the crappy teams they've had, all the great picks they've had in, re- in recent years, and what was the last time we could say not only one but they had two names in the running for Rookie of the Year on both sides of the ball. Like, like, I know Brees Hall's not going to win after He's out for the year. But through the first half of the year, he looked great to even put himself in that conversation. And Sauce has looked unbelievable. I mean, he's probably clearing away the front runner for defensive Rookie of the Year. When was the last time we could say that just had any yeah. Rookie of the Year? Candidate? Ross, think
2: about, think about how much talk went into... The Jets and the Giants will have two top ten picks. They can't mess these picks up. Are they going to trade back or are they going to hit? The Jets hit. The Giants hit too, but the Jets hit on those picks. That tells you right there they're not the same old Jets.
5: Yeah, and listen to You know, I know we were talking about you know the Mets. They weren't the same old Mets, and, and look what happened. They turned into the same old Mets after all. You know, there's still ten games left of football left to play. They could go zero, for, 0 and ten. For, nobody knows but as of right now on, on october 28th they're not the same old jets i don't was the last time they were even at 5 2 was it 2010 i don't remember it's been a but while this is far, I don't,
2: it's been I don't a long know. time yeah it's been a while
5: and game by game there's always a narrative going into the game about how this is this is going to be the game that makes or break their season you know last week was uh we played denver you know denver was the two tails of defense you know people were expecting a low scoring game and they were saying oh you know you know that Denver defense is shut down. You know the offense got to make up for it. You know the offense didn't really make up for it. The defense is just that much better. You know Green Bay. Everyone was saying you got to beat the mighty Aaron Rodgers, and like you said, him and Tom Brady don't look so mighty after all. They cruised past Green Bay. You know Miami. It was Skylar Thompson or Teddy Bridgewater or whoever. Wasn't to it wasn't Tua, but they made them look goofy. And you know what was that? Their first uh, division win in three years. I mean, yeah, that's a forty-point
2: win in MetLife. They almost never do that.
5: That would have been yeah. That could have been. The same Jets team now, not not the same team Jets team now, but you know, two years ago, it could have been Teddy Bridgewater, or Skylar Thompson at QB for Miami, and if it, it probably would have been a Dolphins loss, and if it was a Jets win, it would have been a, a last-second field goal, and they went there and then they beat their ass. I mean, it was a statement win, and even Pittsburgh too. And, You know, I think the first after the first three weeks, and I know they they won the Cleveland game, but you know, until like the last two minutes of that game, that was pretty much a Cleveland win. You uh, if Stefanski knew how to manage a clock, they would have been 0-3. But after that game against uh, Cincinnati, and so from Pittsburgh on to now, they look like a completely different team. And I think any narrative that's saying, you know, they're make or break at this point is solely because of their, their you know, their records in recent past. I don't think there's anything with this current stretch team that should tell you they're going to fall apart anytime soon.
2: No, no, there's no receipts to keep. There's no no one. Yeah. There's no valid receipts on this team. They have they have performed, and they have a different aura about them. They have a different swag and energy about them. I've been watching some of their social media content, and uh, one jet's drive, and just like there, there's a different aura around these jets. And even uh, I saw a video today of of Sauce Gardner accepting his second rookie of the week, and they give you like a championship belt. And like DJ Reed presented it to him, and all the DBs were happy for him. And like, there's just a there's like a yeah. different brotherhood with the Jets right now.
5: You see, guys actually want to play. the room. go James. They wouldn't. They would have never went out and gotten a guy like James Robinson. I know he's not like a top tier name, but he's he's up there. They would have never gone out and gotten a guy like him. once their uh, once went out, they would have just accepted defeat. They know they're, a, they're right. A went to Ty
2: to Johnson good. or something. No, and yeah. Robinson is a home run hitter. You can go look up his highlights with the Jags. His his rookie year, I was about to say his freshman year, his rookie year undrafted, he came out and turned heads. So if he still got that in yeah. him, he, he can he be a compliment. He can be a compliment. I'm not saying he's going to be Brees Hall. No one is Brees Hall. But he can be a compliment to this run game, and they need it because Zach Wilson, you can't really rely on him to break the game open. You got to hope that he doesn't turn the ball over. You got to hope that he, you know, makes the throws that he has to make to convert third downs and to move the chains. But uh, right now, like, you know, the verdict is still very out on Zach Wilson. It's about this Jets' defense.
5: Yeah, without a doubt. You know, one more thing. I know Rapidly was taking a few minutes, but, you know, you look at this this schedule coming up, you could say, you know, all right, you know, Belichick's always shut them down in recent in years past. This isn't years past. You look at Buffalo. I know they look like world beaters. I know they look like they're going all the way. They may not lose a game again for the next five years, but, you know, we've seen crazier things happen. I don't think people, a lot of people saw Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers falling apart, and if they did to this extent... I mean, after Buffalo, you see Minnesota. I mean, coming from a Vikings fan, they looked great this year. But you know, all, even all their wins, you know, it took a last-second double doike in London to beat Andy Dalton and a bunch of other backups. It took A <laughs> yeah. uh, last-second comeback. Yeah, I don't. Beat, I don't believe uh, in Minnesota.
2: So I don't believe Miami. in their in their record right now. I think Minnesota I, I, is going to Minnesota.
5: If it's if they win the division, it's going to be nine and eight, and it's only because the other three are garbage. I mean, we haven't had anything to. to Rejoiced over in the last decade. The only thing we had was a Minneapolis miracle. And I think a lot of things, a lot of people look over is the fact that we blew a 17-0 lead at halftime in that game, too. And we wound up winning, but even in, in the glory days, there's still some uh, failure. But, yeah, all in all, I think this Jets team is legit. I, think, I don't think they need to beat New England. I don't think they have to go out for blood, like Joe Beningo's been saying. Uh, they have to. I mean, it would help their case a lot. It would just prove more and more how good they are. But I think they've done enough to this point to show they're legit for once. And, you know, the more they win, it just shows how much more and more legit they are. I don't think, listen, they could finish 8-9 and nine and not miss it, And miss the playoffs. It would be a bummer. I know, but the AFC is, is miles better than the NFC. Yeah. So, if they even put up a fight to this point, I can even consider it a win. Compared to last year, they didn't even have five wins. They didn't have five wins in 17 weeks. They have five and seven. So, that, that alone, that shows this team's different.
2: Yeah, and it's a win that they're, we're, they're taking the call. we're, yeah, no problem. Thanks for the call, Ross. It's it's a win that we're here tonight on the last Friday of October, and we're still talking about the Jets and Giants, and not just talking about them, but we're talking about them as potential playoff teams. We're talking about them week to week as contenders, not all. How many points are they going to lose by? They're going to get smoked. What are they going to do this week? We're looking at these two teams, and they both have already passed what people expected of them, and they've, they've already won more games than I think people had chalked up for their entire season so the only way from here is up and we just watch them week by week and i really hope and that's why i came on tonight like hey I, I gotta you know pull y'all back in a little bit i really hope they don't overhype this game and i really hope that they just take it as one more game it isn't uh get this big revenge and blow out the patriots because if you go in there thinking like oh we got to blow them out well it can get out of hand and uh they just need to win the game they just need another win whether it's by one or whether it's by 21. A win is a win is a win. Keep McPherson on the fan, 877-337-6666. We got a break here, but we'll come back real quick. And then after 9 o'clock, Steve Summers is back on the fan. BRB.
0: It's your turn to cause trouble. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit superbook.com.
2: Great beat. Can't rap over this one. (laughs) That girl is poison. Poison. Keith McPherson on the fan. Friday night having a good time watching sports and talking about the sports with you. Me here, you there. Coming up, Steve Summers will join us in the 9 o'clock hour for a little schmooze. Bringing the OG back. Check in with him. See what he's been doing. See what he's been thinking about our New York teams, and uh, the World Series, and the NFL, and the NBA, and everything else. But let's see if I can get a couple calls in. Before we break, go to the update and uh, dial up Steve Summers. Let's see who's on the line. Mike in Meriden on the fan. Go for it, Mike.
4: Yeah, hey, thanks for the time, Keith. Uh, what do you think about making Barrios a better part of this offense? Uh, he's invaluable catching punts, but... He's lightning quick, and he can uh, turn nothing into substantial gains. And with the injuries to Davis and Hall, uh, I think they have to go to him a little bit more.
2: Uh, What do you think? It's funny you say that. I was having a conversation with another friend of mine, my boy Joey, who's a Jets fan. And I'm like, why don't they – like, this year in the NFL, we have seen – other guys take snaps other than the quarterback. We've seen some very creative play calling. We've seen tight ends taking snaps. We've seen guys getting the wildcat. Berrios is the type of guy right now where you're searching for weapons. He could play like a running back. You can hand him the ball. You can pitch him the ball. You can line him up under center. You, you got to get creative with how you get your playmakers the ball and how you get a guy like him in space. We've seen his type in the NFL for a long time. He's not just a Cole Beasley type, he he can be Scotty Miller. He can be Wes Welker. He can be Tyreek Hill. He's the type of guy he's, that he, I think he's a game breaker, and they have to find more creative ways to get the ball in his hand instead of just him running a slant or him running a five-yard hitch and expecting the ball to come to him from Zach Wilson.
4: He's nearly as quick as Tyreek Hill, and um,
2: two games now, we're not seeing much uh, in the way of throwing to the tight ends. Um, yeah, and why would you sign all of these tight ends and not be going to... You know, Conklin started off the season as a top pass-catching tight end. He was one of the top tight ends because they were going to him. Um, and then you have you have him and now um, Uzama. You have Uzama. It's like, why aren't they... Why isn't there more two tight end sets? Why aren't there more plays? Those are easy passes to throw. If you watched last night with uh, Lamar Jackson, right, He he's not that bad. But, like, I feel like they give him simple play action throws, uh, little throws where he can hit the tight end for five, ten yards and and move the sticks. I don't know exactly. I got to look at this Jets game a little closer this week as far as the play calling and what they're trying to do because I think now they're forced to not just get the ball to Brees Hall and they've got to be more creative and they got to use all their weapons and keep the defense guessing.
4: I think Lafleur had a tough game, but I, honestly, uh, Wilson, he was under pressure. But Wilson is late on all his throws. He's hanging his guys out to dry. Uh, some of the guys have shown during games, like, "Hey, you're behind me," you know. Like, you, he's yeah. got to hit him on the run, and uh, and that's the thinking part you know, of it, right? Can't see him because he's short.
2: Nah, it's it's cerebral. You gotta know where guys are. You gotta you gotta it's you gotta you gotta see the completion before you go there. And I think I feel like he he's thinking too much. He is small. But like, if he he mentally knew, that's why I said pre-snap read, I feel like he's not looking at the defense pre-snap and figuring out, okay, what coverage are they in? Are they in zone? Are they in man? And then what routes do we have that are going to beat zone and man? Who do we have one-on-one against who they have one-on-one that I think has the advantage? I don't think he's thinking like that at all. I think he's predetermining where he wants to go. Then when it's not there, he's going to his other reads and he's late and you can't do that in the NFL. Thanks for the call, Mike. We got to go to the update. Marco's coming in to tell you guys some things. And you should go tell a friend that Steve Summers is back on the fan. I don't know how long we'll have him, but we're going to have some fun. I'll be right back.
1: We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? (laughs) It's better
2: over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch.